Episode 49 is with the starting goaltender of the Charlton Islanders, Frankie LaPena. I hope you guys all enjoy. Thank you. How's it going, everyone? My name is Lucas Holden here from the Hockey with Holtzy podcast. Today, I'm proud to have on Charlottetown Islanders goaltender, Frankie LaPena. Frankie, thanks for coming on today. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. Now, getting into things, kind of tell, tell us about what the key to success has been so far this, this season for you. Uh, just uh, honestly, it all starts with uh, enjoying my last junior year, having a lot of fun on the ice. I'm always a guy who had to have fun to play well. So as long as I'm going to the rink with a smile every day and just working on little details in my game every day, just getting better and goals always to be better than yesterday and bring what you do in the practice of the game so you're talking about having fun tell us some of the fun things that go on in the Charlottetown Islanders dressing room honestly we got a real special group uh the boys are really funny the guys who chirp each other uh, in practice mm-hmm. guys the guys will woo around if they score I'll let them hear it if I make a save too so stuff like that or uh even just fun little activities. All the boys are always going to eat together. Uh, spend a lot of time away from the rink. And for example, tonight, Monday night football, have a couple of the football buddies coming over, play some pong, watch some football, and yep. enjoy a good time. We've got a nice ping pong table, good setup on my build. So just okay. all the guys coming around and just I find we're a good unified group that are always together and makes for good competitive atmosphere. Yeah, for sure. And obviously, it's hard to top off the season you guys had last year. It kind of brings you into a bigger role with this group. Um, how is it kind of being a leader, a younger guys, and just setting that role model? Uh, honestly, it's a role I was very familiar with when I played in Drummondville at 19. We had the same type of team at the beginning of the year. So I was the big brother, the guy that guys yeah. could ask questions to. And for that, I'm just, uh, I like to be a guy that people could approach guys who helps out the younger guys and uh i think uh, that's something that i've done well since the, of the year and that i'm happy the guys feel confident enough to come with me come see me if they have any problems or questions or stuff like that so that's the way i kind of help out the younger guys and it's nice to have a big role on a team and just to feel a part of the team's success and that's all, all you want you want to chip in and be a part of the winning recipe so yeah for sure and you've had tons of success this year kind of tell us what the key to success has been the past off season and what are some things you worked on that have helped you out to the success that we spoke on earlier? Well, every off season I train back home in Laval, Laval, Quebec. So I've been going to the same goalie school for 11 years uh, mm-hmm. in, in Laval. I go, I go to intense hockey and we do basically, I, I found that this was the first year where I practiced a little less than I usually do because we went so far in the playoffs last year that I needed time to just yeah. recover, be a, be a human being too. So uh, uh, usually like the summers before junior, I'd be on the ice four or five times a week. And you realize that when you play so many games in a season, it's, you can't do that anymore. So this summer I was on the, on the ice three times a week in the gyms, five to six times a week and doing yoga and mobility with, uh, with our group uh, back home. And, like I said, that extra time, like say practicing maybe instead of five times mm-hmm. a week, three times or four times, it just gives you that little extra rest and allows a good mental refresh to come into the season and really being hungry to always be on the ice. Yeah, for sure. And you spoke on um, just the great work at home. Now coming into the season, you're working with Islanders goalie 
coach Paul Drew. How special is it to you having such a great guy like Paul always with you throughout your games and practices? Oh, Puzi is a awesome guy. Like I said, he's uh, probably really well known for being a great goalie coach in our league, which he is. But not as many people know how great of a person he is. He's just awesome. He comes to the rink today. The guy's always smiling, always yeah. uh, real hockey lover, a good hockey nerd. And I find that a guy like myself who cares a lot about little details and stuff, it's good to have someone who shares the same passion about the game. And I feel like I could talk to Boozy about anything and you know, just go up to him. We go have lunch uh, from time to time and he'll call me on the phone after games too. And I sometimes we start talking about hockey and other times we'll just ramble on, be on the phone for an hour. And it's just uh, someone who really I could talk to anything about. And that's the type of relationship he has with his players. And I'm lucky to be a part of that type of thing. Yeah, for sure. And obviously he played in the OHL. What are some things he tells you from game to game? Just kind of keep your mental side in check. Uh, Puzi is really good at uh, keeping it, keeping me focused and just keeping me having fun. He knows that, like I said before, my guy needs to enjoy myself to get on the ice and, and have fun and, and play well. Like I'm always singing on the ice, uh, <laughs> do yeah. uh, little things like that. So he keeps me in a good spirit. And uh, when he brings his baby to the rink too, big baby guy. So when he sees, when I see his kid at the rink, it always gets me smiling and, and fired up. So. He's really good at uh, just keeping me positive and always having fun. Now, I heard that you're a huge Juice World fan. Ginormous. Yeah. Big when, I spoke, when I spoke with um, Yaka Bramnik and Oliver Shatney, they told me that you uh, favorite cigarettes by Juice World. Oh, yeah. It's a great tune. Uh, I would say I know almost every one of his songs by heart. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty sad the day he OD'd. But mm. uh, I guess... Uh, all legends got to go at a certain point, but still listen to his music every day, and I really, I really like it. That kind of leads into my next question. Do you kind of have a song that gets you going on a game day? Uh, it's really strange. Ever since I got traded to the island, I look, I listen to country before the games. I don't know okay. why I kind of got into that atmosphere where I was always like a big city boy, and back home we used to listen to rap and other things back home. Being like from Montreal, it's just... All, all that you really hear. But like here, yeah. you walk into a restaurant, a supermarket, anywhere they're playing country and you get hooked. And mm-hmm. now, I'm, now I'm always singing country before games. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Now looking at the NHL, the next step for you, who is someone that you've role modeled your game after? Uh, I would say uh, probably Flurry or Merz Lincolns in the NHL because mm-hmm. those are two guys that, like I said, which is a key for me, they're always smiling. They're always having a good time while they're playing. So obviously they're phenomenal goalies. Like they're they're really good feet, really good battle levels, and honestly, yeah. just but what separates them from other guys is that they don't really take it as a job. They take it as something they get to do, and not something they have to do. So they just go to the rink and say, "Yeah, I get to do that today," and they smile, have fun, and you can really see that in their play. And that's something I always want to keep. So now, for you as a goaltender, you're constantly involved in the game. A couple of times this year, you helped out on the PK. You got a couple of assists. I'm not going to say any names, but you do have more points than a couple of guys on the team. But what is it like always being involved in the game? Like I said, it's it's a lot of fun. I love to play, and uh, whenever I can get my hands on a puck, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go and get it. So uh, if it's with a clear or with a breakout pass, I love to chip in and help the guys. And 
it is a lot of fun to rip a puck down the ice, but uh, I really do enjoy it. Goalies are known for having crazy hockey routines. Would you say you kind of have any? Uh, I pretty much stick to the same things when I get to the rink every day. So, like, I'll always eat the same pregame, like chicken and rice at home and get to the rink, pick up the guys around the same time. But when I'm at the rink, I just uh, make sure to tape my stick, uh, warm up my eyes. And then after that, I just normal guy playing soccer with the boys. And um, I would say on the ice, like, uh, I'm also I stick to certain routines. Like, my warm-up's pretty, pretty similar all the time. But I find it's the similarities in your game that really get you going and realize that you're ready to play. So by doing the same thing every day, psychologically, you're just telling your brain, like, this is the pattern of things I do that get me dialed up to play. So by sticking to my recipe, that's how I find I get the optimal focus I need. And uh, I do like my recipe. You're a huge cold tub guy. What's the longest you've ever been in the cold tub for? Uh, I would say 15 minutes. Yeah, the cold tub. It's uh, it's basically a great way to just get the legs fresh again after playing a lot. Like when you like we play sixty eight games a season, it's a mm-hmm. lot of games. So in order to stay fresh, you got to get really cold, <laughs> and yeah. it's uh, it's tough, but you get used to it. And the first time I used a cold tub over here, like I stayed in way too long. I was pretty numb, couldn't feel my toes, you know, mm-hmm. but like. Yeah. When the water's that cold, like, you don't realize how wet you are when you get out. So I just, like, yeah. quickly wiped myself off with a towel. And then when I got in my car, I realized I was still soaked in my pants. Yeah. My, gray, my gray sweats turned black. And I was like, oh. <laughs> now, tell us about your blood drive that you're doing with Hockey Gives Blood. So, basically, uh, Brett Bodjo last year was a player ambassador for Canadian Lifeline Blood Services, or Hockey Gives yeah. Blood. And... Uh, no, obviously this year he's playing pro hockey, so he wouldn't be able to do it from afar. So uh, Budge reached out to me and asked me if that was something I would be interested in doing. And absolutely, I'd love to help people and felt like it was a great initiative for me to take a part of something like that. So then I reached out to the guy, uh, Stu, and I got set up as a player ambassador. And so far as a team, we've been uh, raising funds. So our, we have team donations. I give uh, money every time we win games too. Mm-hmm. And I'm proud to say right now we've already raised $866 in less than two months. Oh. And it's all going to go to the Canadian Blood Life Services too. And uh, we're organizing a team blood drive. Um, I think next week or the week after, we have about 15 guys donating. And yeah. uh, I'm going to try and donate myself. I'm so afraid of needles and stuff. Faint, yeah. pass out every time. But uh, I'm going to give him my best shot to donate blood. And uh, at the same time, that's why uh, I've chose more of a fundraiser route. Is absolutely petrified, but I'll, I'll give it a try. Now, that being said, how can Islanders who want to support you and Hockey Gives Blood give blood? Uh, basically, there's uh, a website that I could share a link to uh, on social media, which I probably will do soon after we organize our team drive, where anyone could really contact uh, Canadian Life Blood Services or even reach out to local places in which they could give blood. And at the same time, uh, on a donation standpoint, right now we're raising a bunch of money in-house with our team. But uh, yeah. at, the, at the end of the year, we'll, we're going to open it up to to anyone who would really be willing to donate anything. And like I said, any donation goes a long way to helping someone. And 
I'm just really glad to be a part of something like that and just feel like I'm helping someone, even if it's far away, close, close, like everyone needs blood. And I don't know the way I was brought up. It's just when you could give a helping hand, you try your best to. And I feel like that's a good way I could pitch in. So, Well, Frankie, that's incredible. And thank you for joining me today. All right, thank you for having me. Appreciate it awesome. a lot. Thank you. Thanks. Just like that, we're done 49 episodes. Thank you for listening. See ya.